Welcome, everybody. We're doing savers, baby! Fuck yeah! (laughs) To another episode of Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi Podcast. I am your host, the Artificial Dragon. We're doing savers, baby! I've I've been looking forward to this fucking episode. (laughs) Spoiler alert, everybody. (laughs) But yes, our episode is is uh, about lightsabers. But before we go into that topic, we have a little announcement. Um, so hopefully by the time this episode gets uploaded onto YouTube on May 4th, I'm hoping it's May 4th, fingers crossed, um, we will be publishing our Patreon page. It's going to be patreon.com slash canmayonnaise, somewhere around there. Once again, it's Patreon.com slash CanMayonnaise. That's our Patreon page. Be sure to go on there to give us the support. If you love the channel and... Sorry, I got a cat in my throat. Damn it, Lopez. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just support the channel. If you love our content, support the podcast. And if you uh, donate a larger than usual um, amount, you might get some nice little Patreon... uh, art pieces of some uh, milfs of Dalfamir, both reverse and regular harems. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. So yeah, with that announcement out of the way, um, by the way, May the 4th be with everybody, if this episode does upload on May 4th. Um, so yeah, we will be talking about what is probably the most popular thing in all of Star Wars, minus the Sith and the Jedi, and that is lightsabers. Yes! <laughs> I just had the idea I could have turned on my lightsaber. Oh, well. Um, Before he you can said it. it in a sound. Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. It won't make the sound. Yeah, I think you uh, disabled the sound, but that's I, not important. God damn it. <laughs> but yeah. Brrr. That would be cool. Oh, well. Missed opportunity, Mr. Opportunity. You can just edit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get on the topic at hand. So for everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody in the room as well, One of the, what is the thing when I say Star Wars? What pops out to you when I say Star Wars? Lightsaber. Of course, lightsaber. For me, it's like, uh, well... Star Destroyers, droids, uh, super weapons, that's the Death Star. A, that's because you're a super fan. Well, yeah, I'm a super yeah. fan. <laughs> and like, uh, lightsaber is like one of the most iconic weapons in not only Star Wars, but all of sci-fi. If you look at any sci-fi related franchise, there's going to be a uh, doppelganger of a lightsaber here and there. Because yes. they're fucking awesome. They are fucking awesome. But they, <clears throat> they label them... In other names like Energy Sword, like from Halo with the Elites and all that, or the Omni Blade from Mass Effect, and Laser Swords, on and so forth. Yes, but they're all just carbon copies. Not that like they don't even equate to the lightsaber. Well, arguable, but we are. It here. could just be a lightsaber in a different universe. That is also true, but copyright they can't I call know. them lightsabers. I know. <laughs> Well, anyway, we're going to be talking about the OG weapons that made Star Wars as popular as it is today. So, yeah, um, in universe, the light, even in universe, they are they go by different names. Like they're called the space sword or the uh, laser sword, which is kind of inaccurate because it's more like plasma than actual lasers. Because if it's truly a laser beam, it would just go on continuously. Yes. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, the lightsaber is commonly associated with the Jedi and Sith, seeing it and they're kind of bounded in the mythology of both organizations. Like there's that always those iconic images of 
the big bad and the main protagonist clashing with their lightsabers and all that. Yeah. That's always the image that everybody is familiar with when it comes to Star Wars. I think we could all agree on that. Um, and as I mentioned before, the lightsaber is is uh, basically a weapon consisting of a plasma blade, which is suspended in a force containment field. So this entire thing is just a... a uh, Sheet of plasma. You're holding that very phallically. <laughs> you're holding it. You're holding like this stroke in the fucking beam. Oh my god. Yes, Lone Star. You have a ring and I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. Star Wars. <laughs> the Lost Wars. Oh <laughs> my god. Shit. I hate it when my Schwartz gets twisted. This is the Lost Wars arc. This is this is the footage of it, that Anakin didn't want us to see. <laughs> this, no, this is no, this isn't Order sixty six. This is it's like activate Order sixty nine. But my leash, are you sure? It's like, uh, are you sure? It's like uh, of course we're trying to kill the we're trying to kill all the Jedi, aren't we? It's like uh, I think that uh, sire, that, that's Order sixty six. What's Order sixty nine? Shows him the fucking. <laughs> oh, oh god no no we're not doing no 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 you know there's actually a scene from a new uh lego game where palpatine says execute order 67 and then all the clone troopers start dancing <laughs> <laughs> shit no no and he's like, wait 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 and he goes through the instruction manual he's like execute order 66 66 <laughs> that's fucking funny <laughs> damn it damn it they didn't put a manual here <laughs> Anyway, back on topic. So, I'm not holding it in a foul position, okay? <laughs> so, basically, the blade of a lightsaber is plasma that feeds through the weapon, and mm-hmm. it's surrounded in a containment field, which contains the plasma, so, you know, it does, doesn't go over a place and all that. That makes sense. Yeah. I always it's... thought, like, those, the Jedi just, pr- to prevent the beam from going infinite, they would just stop it with the Force. I mean... Wait a minute. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, but how does that explain non-force users being, being able, able to, to use it? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, that's also kind of a reason why you see lightsabers clashing together because if it was, it's plasma is energy, it'll just go through shit, and if it goes through other energy, it'll just. I I can't hit you. I can't hit you. Then it's not plasma. Then what is it? What is it again? Is it? So it is plasma that feeds from the power source into the lightsaber crystal, and it's just surrounded in this containment field. Okay. Just want to verify that. Anyway, um, to wield a lightsaber was to demonstrate incredible skill and confidence and a good amount of dexterity, which I'll probably get into in a little bit, because there's a lot of small little mechanisms that go into the lightsaber and all that fun mm. stuff. There's actually a uh, nice little cutaway, which I'll share on the Discord later, but let me go through the history of the lightsaber, because it is arguably older than the history of both the Sith and the Jedi themselves. So, you remember our good old buddies, the Ricotta from the Infinite Empire? Yes. So, they had a bunch of uh, Force-sensitive servants called Force Hounds, and they would use a weapon very similar to the uh, lightsaber called a Force Saber. Now, they are very distinguishable from a normal lightsaber, but the only difference is, in order to use this weapon, the user must exhibit strong, a strong connection to the dark side of the force in order to even activate this weapon. Hmm. So you gotta be a, I don't know, a powerful dark side or like Palpatine or some shit in order to use this weapon. 
Interesting. Yeah, there was also a time where they just used swords. <laughs> that is very true. The original Jedi used original samurai katana swords and all that sort of stuff. And then they also then they switched to the proto saber. Yeah, we'll eventually get to the proto saber and the explanation behind why it has that clunky design. But here is the uh, force saber. I'm going to put it for the chat. It just looks like a normal lightsaber, but uh, dark sider only dark siders can use it. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. They, I, I'm shocked they used the color white because usually that's like the pure, the pure light side color. Yeah, I think I remember that they that each force hound can have their own colors of lightsabers. It doesn't really matter if they're red or whatever. It's just personal preference. Because oh, interesting. It's, it's like whatever. Um, and like uh, eventually the Ricotta eventually fought with the precursor faction, which would eventually become the Jedi. And they found out about the Force Saber, and obviously, being a dark side, non-Darksiders, they can't use the weapon. And they're like, oh, okay, we could uh, use this and reverse engineer it slowly, because they were just using swords, axes, and daggers at the time. Just like your ordinary samurai, stuff like that. Um, let's see, uh... And one of their first iterations of a lightsaber wasn't exactly what it is today. They experimented by freezing a laser beam and putting that onto a sword and using that. How do that. you freeze a laser beam? I have no idea. I, I, Sci-fi. Fun, <laughs> fun fact. I was uh, trying to... I wonder if there's anything in fiction that froze a laser beam and I was Googling it. And I saw there was a scene from the uh, Flash TV show from CW, I think. Oh, was, oh, that shit show. Oh, and that's was, horrible oh, no. show. And there was like a scene where uh, Leonard Snart is, I think, Snart. breaking into a vault and he uses his freeze ray because there's lasers and whatever and he froze the rays and then he broke and he just casually walks through them. <laughs> Only in fiction does that make sense. Yeah. Only in fiction. <laughs> and I was like... What? This is not what I wanted to look for, but that is fucking stupid. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, look it up yourself, kid. It's what real. What the fuck? Uh, okay, you edit this out. Edit this out. We're yeah, gonna, yeah. We're, I'm actually gonna look this up. Edit, Pause. Ed okay, son, make me proud. Like I care. What? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> this is anti-science. <laughs> no! You can't be serious. How? No fucking way. But how? I told you I had a better way past the lasers. Why are you speaking that way? This acting is not good. I hate that. Only a 17th level intellect can bypass lasers with ice, father. Okay, fucking nerd. <laughs> oh That's so dumb. That is I so know. stupid. Anyway, we're, we were going off topic there, but I had to point that out. <laughs> so yeah, they freezed laser beams and used that as a primitive form of a lightsaber. And eventually they refined it into a... They basically connected it to this handheld device, and they refined it into a continuous loop of a laser instead of having it being an endless beam and all that. Um, so they were going in the right direction. Um, Vova's weapon was extremely unstable and very inefficient in guzzling down its power source. So. I, I, I feel as though an infinite-sized laser beam would be a very 
beneficial weapon. Well. Yeah, but it sounds very dangerous. Very yes. dangerous. Could you imagine? Oh, what do we got here? Well, yeah, well, then it destroys the Death no, Star Destroyer. I would orbit. just point it at someone, and then if they dodge it, I can just swing it to the left, and then like almost half the planet is Yeah, <laughs> and this the weapon was... As I said, it's very inefficient, and it could only be used in brief periods before it overheats, so they have to turn it off. Um, and then through more innovations, they eventually got it to the first proto-saber, which is like the battery pack on a belt, and it's a uh, cable that goes into the hilt like that. Um, at first glance, it may look like a very clumsy and unwieldy weapon, but for the time... It was actually pretty innovative because even though it lacked a certain amount of uh, maneuverability, it was able to easily cleave through armored enemies with ease. Okay. And it, it featured very heavily during, the, you know, the great event of the uh, Hundred Year Darkness between the Dark Jedi and the regular Jedi. Um, and, uh, and this is probably... <laughs> I was thinking back to our History of the Sith episode and how you were asking, why didn't the Jedi just execute the Dark Jedi right then and there? I kind of, after reading this information, I kind of felt like it was the Force that was kind of whispering in their ears to exile them or whatever. Because um, when the Dark Jedi, you know, build their Sith Empire and whatever, they actually f created the, the first iteration of a modern-day lightsaber. Oh. So it, it was thanks to the Sith that we got our lightsaber. <laughs> this is why I fucking the, like the Sith. Fo yeah. the, force were, the force was like, yo, you could kill them right now. But, but the drip. Yeah, but the, fucking, <laughs> yeah, the drip. But the fucking drip, though, bro. Yeah. Well, it's like, what about the, but what about the countless, countless lives and people that will die and suffer? It's like, fuck Whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, and like, uh, it was a very innovative technology for the Sith, and it would have been a very useful weapon for all the Dark Lords to use against the Jedi during the uh, Great Hyperspace War. But a lot of the Sith were like, Psh, that's stupid. We like our ceremonial swords better. That's... wow. Which is why they didn't uh, have the widespread use with a modern-day lightsaber among the Sith Empire. You, den yeah. you denied your a lightsaber for a fucking sword? What? They were more primitive. I know, yeah. but it's like, you... Hey, better slash slash. No. Unga bunga go smash. Oh my god. <laughs> Their swords look so fucking dumb, too. Yeah. Actually, they actually look pretty badass if, from a certain uh, artistic standpoint. To, to me, they look like war, war, World of Warcraft weapons. And I don't <laughs> like those. You know, it, it's just all spiked out. And you know, it kind of reminds me of the uh, Excalibur sword from the game series of the same name, actually. Mm. I've never heard of it, never played it. <laughs> God. We're... <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever. Um, and then after the, you know, the great hyperspace war, the Jedi eventually found one of these lightsabers, and they're like, okay, we're going to adopt that and reverse engineer it for our use. Yoink. And that's where we got our lightsaber today. Let's see. Uh, uh, and the lightsaber would be deeply ingrained in both the Sith and the Jedi Order, obviously. Um, and it was seen as a form of a rite of passage or a meditative exercise. Like uh, if you see in the original Clone Wars series, there's like a scene with Varys Afe where she's uh, meditating and constructing her lightsaber. Have you remember seeing that kid? In the Clone Wars cartoon? Uh, the old one. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's a very personal exercise for the mm. Jedi. It's like, like mostly Jedi younglings would need to create a lightsaber to complete their training and well, become Padawans. Yeah, this is why I like the lightsaber so much. The reason I like it so much is because, to me, it reminds me of like the samurai katana in a way. Yeah. Because you usually like a katana is made like you know for you and it's given a name. Yeah. But the thing is. It just runs counterintuitive to, like, Jedi teachings. Because Jedi teachings is, like, you know, you're one with the Force. You're, you're, it's highly depersonalized. You're more of... You're more trying to detach yourself from groundedness and not be as emotive. You're trying to be more, like, in harmony with yeah. everything. But the lightsaber is, is different. Yeah, it's the only time where a Jedi is uh, actually... Does a lot of expression. Yeah, because you're expressing yourself through an artistic craft of yeah. making something that is your own. And not only that, it's unique to you. No one else can have the saber. And if they do, they're not the person that actually wields it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people look at these lightsabers and see them as kind of boring because it's just uh, silver metal with some black plastic linings. At least the prequel ones. But each lightsaber that you see on screen is... Unique in its own right because it is unique to the owner that made it. It's even not the, even the crystals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not some mass-produced blaster or anything like that. And you know what? This is actually I remember listening to this fact a long time ago. I forget the uh, the uh, YouTuber, but one of the things that General Grievous respected about the Jedi is that they construct their own lightsabers. It's not some mass-produced weapons that his battle droids use. It's their own handcrafted weapon. And that's why he likes collecting the lightsabers because he's literally taking a part of that Jedi that he killed. Yeah, to me, a Oof. lightsaber, a lightsaber in Star Wars is equivalent to a katana. Yeah, it. I, I I'm just shocked they don't like. I, I'm surprised. Like at this point, I'm surprised they don't give it names. Obviously, like yet again, we say this like the Jedi are unemotive. They see emotions as not very positive things, yeah. and they're trying to reach a just kind of. I think, I think the Jedi's goal is to reach a form of ascendancy or something, yeah. right? Like one with the Force, yeah. sort of ideal. And then they became, you know, policemen for the Republic. So. Yeah, essentially. And like uh, through each era of the Jedi Order in the galaxy, it kind of has their different mentality. Like for example, in the Clone Wars, with uh, times of war and all that, the Jedi see the lightsaber less as a meditative exercise and more like a piece of military equipment that they need to maintain. Like, if you look at Kenobi's lightsaber, it has this very skeletal-looking design. It's it's that way because he could easily disassemble it, do a field, field maintenance on it, and do that. It's not some art decorative art piece that he used creative for meditation it's more yeah and and then contrast that with like you know other sabers like you look at look at dooku saber yeah dooku saber is a literal like it's gorgeous in my opinion it's it's it's, um a bit curved yeah it's It's, curved it's it's like a dueling saber his personal his personality is put into that saber yeah and not only was his personality put into that saber it also reflects that you know that he's more emotion emotive and passionate and more elegant and more elegant style which is which also shows his downfall to the sith yeah in a way because they're more emotive and more expressive and more like you know are i wouldn't say artistic but mm. you know more extravagant in that way and i like those details me it too makes, it makes like 
it's just so interesting to see. I like it when they have highly personalized objects. Yeah. Because even Palpatine's is very decorative. Yeah. They were the most expensive. Yeah. I saw that on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And like uh, the lowest of the low era for lightsabers is during the era of the Empire because lightsabers are basically outlawed. Only Darth Vader, Sidious, and the Inquisitors have lightsabers. Like, when you look at it, like a lightsaber, it's a person's history. It's who they are in a way. It's an artistic craft put into like a weapon that you that and it shows how you strike someone like for example when you look at like obi-wan's lightsaber you're never gonna think of a person who like if you see someone using that saber to strike people down and just kill like like horrifically it would be a stain upon like you know that weapon in a way it's it's it doesn't match with what that saber is supposed to represent yeah but if you saw like vader saber doing that you would obviously assume okay this makes sense yeah there's always that uh famous quote that obi-wan mentions like an elegant weapon for a more civilized age not as clumsy as a blaster blah 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 and all that but yeah a typical lightsaber hilt consists of a metal cylinder between 9 to 11 inches in length, but it could also be lengthened or shortened depending on the user. Like, I think Yoda's Yoda, is tiny. Yeah, it's literally a shoulder lightsaber, which is like a, a uh, offhand lightsaber technically. But for his size, it's basically an ordinary lightsaber size-wise. But uh, the hilt had a prominent decapo at the bottom, which sometimes held a backup power source. Like, I... F- if I remember at the top of my head, the power source is a duranium power cell, which could be right here. But if that runs out, they have a backup right down here. Huh. Um, where was it? And then uh, the high levels of energy generated by the power cell would be released through the focusing lens, which would go direct. With the focusing lens is the lightsaber crystals. Like the plasma goes into the crystals and that gives it its distinct color or other properties. So it's not just invisible plasma yeah uh, it is still canon that the colors represent like you know your t- style of like of like you know green means you're more of a force user blue means you're more of like a physical fight did they keep that or did they get rid of that? i think it's more of a game perspective and fan speculation in all honesty but... they do include some of it at like sabi's workshop yeah in um fucking disney but then, then i assume that it should be canon in a way if they're in, really a way. That. It's, in a way it is canon not how the fans like it but yeah i mean like uh blue is for jedi guardians who are more about fighting blah blah the green is for jedi consulars who are more about force and negotiating and yellow is for the sentinels like, and all like, that even two green sabers are completely different like yeah. even if you have two identical looking sabers and you put them against, like, let's say they have the exact same design, yeah. exact same construction. They're still different, even if they're the same color, because the crystals call out to you, and the crystals, like, have some sort of sentience. I'm assuming if they're yeah. calling out and, to and you, and that's it's not kind even of, mentioning uh, the personalization of the hilt. Yeah, we'll eventually talk about the different crystal types, but it's kind of strewn all over the place. If the uh, crystals are sentient, they're definitely in canon, but not so much in legends, but. It's whatever. Um, most lightsabers require only one lightsaber crystal to support it. I mean, usually they need two just in case because what if one of your crystals... Wasn't there some destroyed? bullshit in Legends that Mauls needed four? Yes, I'm about to get to that. Wait. Because it's technically two lightsabers joined together at the hilt. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but like it should just need two then, right? Why four? Well, it's a much more complicated design and 
I don't have a cutaway of Darth Maul's lightsaber, but it's much more complicated than just simply two lightsabers being welded together. There's a lot more in depth with a saber staff and all that. That's why I like saber staffs. Yeah. Anyway, let me show you a nice little cross section of the lightsabers real quickly. I wish I had these, uh, 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 where the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Cocking up at the worst possible time. There it is. That's a nice little uh, cross-section of how the inner mechanisms of the lightsaber work and where the crystals go and this all This is that. Anakin's saber, I'm assuming. I think that's Luke's. I might be wrong. Well, I think, didn't Luke and Anakin share? Oh, yeah, that's uh, Anakin's, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Luke has Luke had Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah. Um, there was an adjust for the blade length? Yeah, you could actually adjust the blade length to... Further or smaller, like you could dagger. make a lightsaber dagger. Yep, yep, you could. Holy shit! And it's never been shown in any sort of media, but it's apparently there. Why, Why don't they use that? I have no idea. That would make assassination <laughs> plots better. Yeah, just I'm gonna stab the fuck out of you. Could you imagine the uh, the uh, the the Jedi housewife? Oh, bugs! Oh my god. <laughs> Like, there's a bug up there. I, I thought you said they weren't allowed it. to marry. <laughs> Only some factions. Yeah, some factions. Um, so activating the lightsaber, of course, required a button, which, depending on the design, could either just be a simple button, a switch, or a throttle-style switch. Or it could be inside the saber. Yeah. Yeah, you could uh, theoretically activate it with just the force alone as the force saber. Well, like... Wasn't that so that their weapon would be used against them? Like, for example, if someone were to pick it up and it's not a Force user, they can't activate yeah. it. Yeah. So it's only smart. yours. Yeah. But uh, I guess a lot of Jedi just prefer just the convenience instead of focusing on the Force and all that. Again, each Jedi is different in their design of lightsabers and all that. Um, That's why there is multiple lightsaber combats. Yeah. And with... As you see in the cross-section, there is a lot of mechanisms that go into the lightsaber. And what I'm about to get to is probably one of the reasons why lightsabers aren't so wide used. Um, so, one that's not active, it's just a normal little hilt-like device. You, it's basically weightless. It's as light as a feather, as most people like to say. But the moment it's activated, the inner mechanisms give this gyroscopic-like effect. Have you ever, I don't know, held a active hard drive or anything like that? No. Okay, so... the I've held a lot of active hard drives in my time. Um, it's kind of like a feeling like the insides of the hard drive are spinning at super speeds and all that. Mm-hmm. And if you try to lift it, it's almost like it's extremely heavy. Like it's putting resistance against your hand as you try to lift it or even tilt it. That's kind of what it feels like to hold a lightsaber. It's just, it feels heavy, but it's not actually heavy. Huh. Because it's just vibrating and pushing yeah. down. Yeah. That's what gyroscopic effect and why a lot of normal people don't use lightsabers because it's a very wait, impractical weapon wait. to use. So the lightsaber vibrates, it can extend and de- That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> why they train them so long. Yeah. G- Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this thing's a fucking sex toy. <laughs> no, this thing's a literal fucking sex toy. It can extend, de-extend. It's nine inches and it can <laughs> vibrate. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking people use this as a fucking dildo. Oh, God. No, dude. 
Because you, like, fucking, the, fucking Jedi be taking their fucking sabers into their rooms yeah. for reasons. <laughs> reasons. This is, uh, this is the uh, not safe for work section of the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, that's why uh, you only see, like, f- very good and long-trained Force users being able to use lightsabers. Or there are certain non-Force users that can use a lightsaber, but that's only because they've been using it for an extended period of time. Like, one of the things that I really liked about the new canon of Star Wars, uh, so the Mandalorian, he now has the Darksaber, by the way. Um, He's trying to use the Darksaber, but he's all like, why is it so heavy? And basically it's all like, that's the gyroscopic effect, dude. You need to learn how to use it better and all that stuff. Um, and I, I can't remember the procedure, but it's more like you, I think it's the Jedi's philosophy to be like, be one with the weapon. Just focus through the force. Don't focus on your sensation through your hand and just use your dexterity to swing the blade around and all that. That's it could be so cool. Yeah. It could apply the same way to normal people because I mean, if you use the same thing for an extended period of time, you eventually get good at it. Yeah. So anyway, um, the normal blade of a lightsaber would extend out to three, le- three feet in length, and depending on the settings, it could be adjusted for further than that or shorter than that. But most lightsabers can't be adjusted like that. Uh, and as I said, it's got a containment field which contains the plasma within and it gives it its distinctive color. I want to see lightsaber nunchucks so bad. Just attach it with a chain and just throw it. That would be so hazardous. The danger. Oh my god. (laughs) I think Jedi Order did that, didn't they? I don't think they have nunchucks. The lightsaber nunchucks. I'm going to look this up. (laughs) You do that. Um, Let's see. Uh, Oh yeah. The cutting power of a lightsaber. It's probably one of the most distinctive characteristics of a lightsaber because it's always like oh it could cut through anything and it could cut through most material with ease of course it also depends on the thickness because if you're cutting through something like i don't know a thick steel door it's obviously going to take a long ass time as <clears throat> qui-gon jen has showed showed us before oh so, yes i don't think they have a lightsaber well they have something like it it's it's a triple edged thing but it's not a lightsaber it's just a oh yeah 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 but, yeah, that's not a lightsaber. But there is a very cool art piece. Oh, of course. With, with a Jedi named Lee Bruce. Lee Bruce. <laughs> is carrying. Looking quite fucking fantastic. Right there. Uh, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a lightsaber nunchuck in the new canon. Dude, <laughs> I, I would support that. That is so cool. Looking. That does sound pretty badass. Could you know, know, sorry, could you go on. Imagine just swinging. The thing is like, the force, like the Jedi weapon, is not about its strength, right, or yeah. its momentum. It's about the dexterity and trusting the force within, like, the weapon, right? Yeah. So, if that's the case, I find that I would find that so interesting to use. Like, imagine just twirling this thing around and just twisting it all over yourself and just turning it on and off to like disorientate <laughs> your foe while like just slicing things to bits. That'd be so cool. You say that, and I'm just picturing Michelangelo. You know that there's a couple of scenes of a Ninja Turtle uh, show where he accidentally hits himself in the nuts with yeah. his nunchuck? Could he you just imagine? Slices himself oh, my! He's gone! <laughs> to- totally, that was so loud! Totally unaroused. He's gone! No! Totally 
and rad. My manhood's gone forever. I don't think <laughs> oh, my God. oh my god. Uh, I just like the idea of, of attaching a chain onto a lightsaber and just swinging it around like a like a fucking yeah. rave. This is a very phallic episode of the podcast right now. No fucking shit. <laughs> anyway, um. So, of course, if an organic being gets cut by a lightsaber, obviously it's energy, so it doesn't bleed. It cauterizes the wound. Which is very weird, because in the in New Hope, you actually see Obi-Wan slashing somebody's hand off, and it bleeds all over the place. And that was the 80s. Yeah, that was the 80s, so... That, whatever. <laughs> Semantics, whatever. Um, so, let's see. There are unique materials in the galaxy that are... I mean, as I said before, a lightsaber can cut through most materials, but there are those materials in the galaxy that are lightsaber-proof. Well, like the Beskar. The Beskar is the most prominent example of a metal used by the Mandalorians for their armor and weapons and whatever. Yep. Um, there's a couple of other materials, such as Cortosis, which is an extremely rare and expensive metal that is known to short out lightsabers when it makes contact with them. But then there's unique crystals, though. Yeah. Like, very unique crystals. Like, the the, the Court Dragon, I think? The Crate Dragon Pearl? Yeah, the Crate Dragon Pearl. That That's a uh, lightsaber crystal, but not lightsaber resistant. Yeah, but, like, it's unique in some ways. Like, don't you have to feed a uh, a Crate Dragon a, a Kyber Crystal? Then no, no. We'll, we'll, I'll get into that later, but... Okay, and there are also certain creatures in the galaxy that have armor that are also lightsaber-proof, like the Zillow Beast, for example. Like, the entire point of getting the Zillow Beast to uh, Coruscant is to use its armor for ships and whatever. And it's like... Anakin. Using animals, to, using creatures from space to make your ships? That's so fucking... I metal. think it's more of uh, taking the scales and synthesizing it into armor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then there's uh, the Lava Dragon, which is literally a dragon that lives in pools of lava. It's, you that, you're not going to damage that thing. Yeah, if if a creature like that could just casually live in lava, then pff, lightsaber means nothing to it. <laughs> Actually, let me send you a uh, badass picture of Luke Skywalker uh, fighting a lava dragon. Of course Luke fought one. Yeah, so fucking badass. Come on. <laughs> Why is his lightsaber yellow? I think it's one of his offshoot lightsabers. I think it's also the lighting. Oh. That but is weird looking. He looks like he's about to fall in and do the splits. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, fuck. I God damn have... it. It's like, I don't even have the high ground. <laughs> well, he's wearing all black, too. Black conducts heat. He's going to fucking <laughs> die of heat stroke. And of course, um, the process of making a lightsaber always begins with finding that kyber crystal in the crystal, the uh, crystal caves of Ilum. And <clears throat> accidentally turn on the lightsaber there. Can I see? I it? almost cut myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so this is a rite of passage for the Jedi, which is called the Gathering, and it basically is a event where they take the most. Uh, the most top students of the Jedi Order and takes them to Ilum. And they have to go through these trials of testing their characters and it basically tests the Initiate's fear and failure, which they need to overcome, and only then will they be able to give the Kyber Crystal. Like, for example... Where is that? One Jedi Initiate who... <clears throat> this is a Clone Wars episode, by the way, for context. Um, 
There is one Jedi initiate who is a Wookiee who had trouble with being patient, and he found his kyber crystal. Problem is, it's on an island in the middle of a frozen lake. So if he tries to swim there, he'll freeze to death. Oh. And being the impatient guy, he's all like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I need that. And he figured, okay, I'm Wait, just going to... force, just force the crystal to your hand. That's not the point of the ceremony, but fair point. <laughs> but Damn, anyways, these people be fucking dumb. <laughs> fair, fair paddle ones, what do you expect? <laughs> okay, Isaac, I'm sorry, but, bro, I, I, but like, let's look at this. There is a crystal on a glacier, and I cannot reach it. Don't you? Aren't you? Do <laughs> dumbass! You got. <laughs> but point is, he decided to meditate, and after a little time goes by, the entire lake free freezes over, so he could walk over and grab the crystal. Oh my god, these people are overcomplicating this. Just. I think there's, a, if I remember off the top of my head, there's also another individual who is a really smart gadgety guy and he has this scanner which allows him to find the crystal and he's like the scanner is saying there are crystals everywhere but i don't see anything and he's like what am i supposed to do i can't find a crystal and then he like gives up on uh looking at the scanner and he just willows in self-pity and then the crystal that he finds glows and he's like oh shit it's under it's behind this big wall of ice how am i supposed to get it then he looks at his scanner and he decides to rig it as an explosive to get the crystal. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So it's obviously a huge trial to overcome your flaws, your weaknesses, and your fears to eventually get this crystal. Nah, dude. I, I just like put a TNT bomb in there, <laughs> blow it up, just start grabbing all the crystals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sell these to the black market. <laughs> I, nah, Hondo and I could. Well, like, well, like, from what I heard from the lore, (laughs) if you try to pick a crystal up that doesn't technically, like, like you, it will just melt. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it will just melt. It's like a fucking snowflake. So, like, for example, like... Or it just doesn't work because you're not bonded with this crystal. Yeah. When you said melt, I thought it just, like, turned to goo. No, (laughs) it was that. Like, like, there's, I think there's a one where, like, a kid picks up a kyber crystal and it just melts in his hand. Yeah. It just turns to goo. Oh yeah, there's a crystal. No, you're not mine. Damn it! <laughs> Obviously, it's not a very easy. So trial. even if you could steal kyber crystals from Liam, you would never. Ilum, Ilum Liam. <laughs> Why did you know. call it Liam? That's another um, personalization thing about the Force that I like because the crystal itself is an extension of you. Yes. Like you're its match. Yes. Which is why I'm confused as to why it still works, even if you're not the owner. But okay. But even if you're on Ilum. And you take uh, like a bunch of crystals, and you're not forced to. They would never work. Like, yeah, they, they they just don't. Or at least yeah. they wouldn't work right. Yeah. Um. For the Sith, on the other hand, it's quite different. The Sith don't have Il- their own version of Ilum. They don't have a planet that they go to to give their crystals. No, so- it's Liam. Their planet's <laughs> Liam. God damn it. Um. So they make their own synthetic crystals. Um. And they create these crystals in a. Machine known as the geological compressor. Like, you know how, like, most companies synthetically make diamonds or whatever? Yeah. It's kind of like that. diamonds aren't as rare as they used to be. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing with the sieve, except they use, like, raw materials that use uh, high carbon concentration they put in this machine. And they basically leave it to bake for, like, up to either 24 hours or four days. 
But during that process... Wait, wait, it's a bake? It's a fucking cake? Anyway, um, during each process, the initiate <laughs> creating the crystal would meditate on it with a force guiding the formation and increasing the potency of the crystals as it's being baked. That's pretty cool. Isn't yeah. it said that, like, uh, synthetic crystals are actually stronger than kyber crystals? Yeah, to the point where they get could actually cut through other lightsabers. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But it, it gives up maneuverability with power, so it's that trade-off. Anyway, um, and for the Sith, a creation of a lightsaber, as opposed to being an extension of themselves like the Jedi, it's more of a status symbol than anything else. It's like, haha, I got this lightsaber. That means everybody that doesn't have a lightsaber is below me. Well, no shit, it's <laughs> yeah. the Sith. Yeah, exactly. Um, though in canon, the Sith. This is like one of a few things that well, I actually... Technically, if you think about it, it is a status symbol. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, this is probably one of the few things that I actually gave a thumbs up to canon for. The Civ also have another ceremony for creating their own lightsabers. And it's called bleeding. Uh, bleeding the kyber crystals. It's accomplished when they go out to find an opposing force user, kill them, take their lightsaber... And basically, they take the kyber crystal and they focus all of their pain, rage, and fear, and angst, <laughs> and they're well, literally bleeding the crystal because it's they're technically killing the crystal. The, yeah. It's teen angst. <laughs> it's teen. <laughs> they angst. fill it with angst. Yeah, they fill it with angst and fucking and teen drama, and then they cut the crystal like they cut themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's the new canon explanation for how the sieves lightsabers are red and not just green or blue like I, I like both yeah i think i i think i like it i think the idea is more metal that you kill a uh a, you know a jedi and then just take their kind yeah. crystal and then just make it yours but yeah. the, the caveat is of that is that it this is actually a, the uh first darth vader comic by the way where he's uh he killed a random jedi took his crystal and he's going through the ceremony to complete his role uh, steps to becoming a sith lord um, so as he's doing this ceremony, the kyber crystal, you know, being a uh, sentient being and being affiliated with the light side, it's, it would bombard the user with visions of what would happen if they turned their back on the dark side and rejoined the light. And that's kind of what happened with Anakin. Oh, that's sweet. Like, the vision that he saw was, what have I done? And he goes back to Palpatine, murders his ass, and goes to look for Obi-Wan. Wait, so this is, is this a prediction of the future, or is this just, like, what you should do? It's more like the kyber crystal of giving you a last choice. Like, turn I back like that. now. Go back to the light side. And Anakin was like, fuck that shit. And he put his rage and pain into the crystal. And he, that's how he got his lightsaber. Yeah, wow. He turned that fucking... He turned the, a kyber crystal into an angst boy. Little <laughs> <laughs> well, angst boy. And, like, it also works in reverse because... This, this, this is the kyber crystal before... This is him after. You can't even recognize him. Yeah. He's, he's grown an eight-pack. <laughs> he's become a Chad. Also, the nice thing is that it also works in reverse because uh, Ahsoka fought a Inquisitor once, beat him, and he she got his lightsaber crystals back and actually purified them. And since they're purified, it's white crystals. Instead oh, of so that's how she got her white crystals. They used to be red, so then she just took the red ones. Yes. Okay. Which is actually pretty neat all. One of the few things I actually approve of in the new canon of Star Wars. I think that's pretty yeah. neat. Yeah. Um, let's see. 
The aesthetics of a lightsaber is varied over the years of both the Sith and the Jedi. Like, if you look at the High Republic comics, they have these aesthetically pleasing looking lightsabers. I like to jokingly refer to them as the medieval age of Star Wars. Like, if you look at this uh, design from the High Republic, it's very medieval Excalibur era. You'll see in a little bit as a cross card design. Oh, so... I mean... Oh. Yeah. It's very medieval looking. That feels more high tech in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, aesthetically it looks medieval. I like it. Yeah. I, I'm i not the biggest fan of the cross. <laughs> I don't mean the lasers. The lasers, well, we've seen the laser cross guard before. I'm just not a fan of the cross guard in general though. Yeah. Um, And as we talked numerous times before, this is probably one of the few instances where a Jedi would self-express through their lightsabers. Like, uh, Padawan, they're kind of encouraged to find a random scrap of metal or some random material that's very important to them or even something that's important to their old home planet, like a gem or or another piece of metal that comes from their manufacturing planet, stuff like that. Um, and they incorporate that into a lightsaber, like... If you look at that lightsaber over there, imagine it less cylinder-like and more decorative with gems and other well, modifications. There's also that. like a lightsaber that's made out of wood, too. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a uh, Wookiee lightsaber, actually. Yeah. He, he basically, like, he made it out of wood for some reason. Yeah. I guess for his own personaliz personalization. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a very cool lightsaber design, which I will explore right now. Um... So, in Luke's new Jedi Order, there's this initiate named Tenyo Kajeo, who is a Jedi initiate who comes from a singing mountain clan of Dathomir. And she made her lightsaber hilt from the teeth of her great-grandmother's favorite rancor. <laughs> okay, I, th I thought you were going to say the teeth of the grandma. grandma. No, the rancor. She cranny <laughs> My grandma, what big teeth you have. <laughs> But the crystal that would be used to make the lightsaber was unstable, making it a rushed creation. And I attached my mother's placenta on this lightsaber. Oh my god. Alright, let me actually send you guys a picture of that lightsaber, because it actually looks pretty neato. There Need we go. Greedo. Baby Greedo. <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. And It looks like you just attached a light switch to a fucking tooth, but yeah. okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very personalized. And eventually she made another lightsaber with the tooth of another different Rancor, which was the tooth is symbolic of her, of the uh, untamed yet proud wilds of Dothamir, and she eventually added rainbow gems on it to emphasize wealth and whatever. Damn. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And for the Sith... There's, there are more about passion and strength. And it's kind of ironic, the Sith being these rage-filled monsters, but they actually are much more artistic with their lightsabers than the Jedi are. Well, they yeah, are they literal artists. Yeah, like the, the quote of the Sith is Yeah, that's is what always, makes good villains. Yeah. They're into art. Yeah, it, it's always that, uh, that line of the Sith, through passion I gain strength, through strength I gain power, blah, 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 blah. And like... For example, there is this name Sith Lord called Darth Strife. He's a loyal, if brutal member of the one Sith. Um, but for a guy who is literally Darth Vader times 10, he actually has a very aesthetically pleasing looking lightsaber. It looks like a, uh, let me actually, 
Where the fuck is it? Here it is. It actually looks more like a little chalice than a lightsaber. Damn, his fucking forearms, dude. <laughs> he's, he's got gains, bruh. Interesting. Yeah. Fuck. And the one Sith, they have a very similar design. This is what the uh, the manufacturing of that lightsaber looks like. You know, this is... Like, this is why... Looks like a stick with a gem in it. Yeah. It Compared to that, it looks very aesthetically pleasing. Anyway, you were saying, Kit? I just like... I like... I like the fact that they detail their sabers. That's yeah. Very cool. It's very cool. No, I'm yeah. just thinking, like... It's like, you think, like, Sith take up knitting? Like, sometimes... <laughs> no, they'll just... They'll they, just... They're so artistic, they'll just be like, well, I, just because I'm evil doesn't mean I can't like arts and crafts. <laughs> and then, like, you'll just have one knitting being like... I love being Sith, and it's like a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> and uh. no, Luke just wakes him up one day, and it's like, "What do you want?" It's like, it's like, I want, it's like, I want to, uh, I want to, you know, prevent you from becoming. What the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I made it myself. You like it? <laughs> you imagine Luke's about to fight a Sith. And it's like, prepare. What the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> you know, I. I, I'm surprised this is not a meme. Have you guys ever watched the uh, Penguins of Madagascar? Yeah. Long ass time ago. Yeah. Holy shit, throwback. <laughs> there's like that, uh, so there's like this villainous dolphin or whatever. Dr. Blowhole! Dr. Blowhole! And like Kowalski's all like, why do the bad guys get all the good stuff? <laughs> That's what I think with a Jedi. This is true. This is very true. They're, they just they look at the Civ's lightsaber like, why do the Civ always give a good stuff? Because they have money. <laughs> they have money. <laughs> One million dollars. Doesn't like, okay, Doctor do, Evil? Do, doesn't um, what was it? Mace Windu's saber have Bamf on it? Like badass motherfucker. Oh yeah, it does. Samuel That's only L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> his does. Yeah, I think it's just a replica of the hilt. Yeah, I know, but really still, Bamf, badass motherfucker. Bamf. <laughs> All right. Now That's we go a fucking on. Fucking fact. Yeah. Now we go on into all the different types of lightsaber crystals, which Kyber crystal is kind of a umbrella term in Legends, but the Kyber crystal is like a a term for the Ilum, the Ilum crystals, and all the other crystals across the galaxy that are used for lightsaber crystals and all that. Um, the most common types of crystals used for lightsabers aren't the only thing that could be used for the heart of a lightsaber. Like, you could use gems or other crystals. Or even, in some occasions, you could actually use shards of glass as a lightsaber crystal. What? Wow. Yeah. What would come out? Would it just be, like, a basic clear saber? Probably. The... Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's really cool. Granted, so it's wait, probably you're... not the most stable lightsaber crystal in the world but you can still so, do it so wait you're telling me that if i lost a, like let's say i was a jedi yes god forbid <laughs> <laughs> but let's say i was a jedi did again god forbid yeah um and i was like you know i lost my crystal somehow yeah because i'm an idiot and i'm like i could just go to a bar with a rolling rock break the rolling <laughs> rock piece of glass put the rolling rock glass Rolling rocks of beer, yeah, and put the rolling rock glass in the, my saber, activate it, and I had like, and my <laughs> it would still come out with a beam. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I think it's more of a temporary patch instead of temporary. a permanent. Tem- temporary. Instead temporary. Of a, instead of a permanent one, but yeah, you could do that. Like so, uh, I, I put a fucking. <laughs> 
I put a fucking beer glass here. <laughs> this is my fucking saber. Get away, fuck. But yeah, um, like, for example, Lubaka, who is the nephew of Chewbacca, he's Force-sensitive, and he joined the Jedi Order of Luke Skywalker. Um, he made his first lightsaber by scrounging up random bits of metal for the hill, then he got a couple of computer parts and a glass shard and made that for the lightsaber crystal. So I could put just a diamond in there, and then yes. it would stuff. This is... I mean, Ezra Bridger was able to well, I mean, do... I guess the crystal... The blaster saber. Yeah. I guess it's like the crystal's not the thing that produces the saber. It's the power yeah. thing. The crystal just amplifies yeah. it. But... <laughs> I'm just... I'm, it's like... Your, sa- your saber seems very odd looking. It has polka... D- black polka dots on it. Yes, I'm using a googly eye. <laughs> <laughs> No, it probably melt by the high concentration of plasma. I'm using a glass googly eye. (laughs) God. Wait, wait. What? What? Why is your... Oh, your saber. It's so clear and beautiful. Yes, I'm using a a piece of glass from a bong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucking funny. Dude, no! I need to try that in a a D&D session. It's like, ah... What saber is this? No color I see. What type of kyber crystal are you using? I'm just using my contact lens. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very dire situation. Shut up. Look, I, I may not see anymore, but I got my lightsaber look, back. Look, I lost my crystal at the gym, okay? Some asshole took it, and now I have to use my contact lens. <laughs> now, excuse me, but we can't all be rich like you, Sith shit. Fucking <laughs> rich Sith shit who can buy crystals everywhere. Some of us have to fucking adapt. And if you ask me, I adapted perfectly as his saber shuts down. Fuck. <laughs> Hold up. Gotta Hold on. Fucking real. Do you have a piece of glass? <laughs> I just imagine, like, Travis touched down, the lightsaber goes out. I was like, <laughs> he's just okay, jerking off. Like, uh, uh, oh my god. It's like. <laughs> or no, just hit a few times. What's a. What's, a, what's something that's also reflective? Um, no, mirrors is glass. Fuck. Um. Uh... Aluminum? I can't think of anything on No, the no. Head. It's like it's like I'm using a disco ball tile. <laughs> a miniaturized disco ball. Yeah, no. Dude, I now that I realize that you don't need a kyber crystal to use the fucking saber, I I'm gonna fucking do some crazy shit in the session now. Oh god. No! It's like, Hanami, where's your light where what what happened to your lightsaber? Why does it look that way? You see, I'm using I'm, I'm using a fucking diamond I stole from a fucking goon. Uh, I stole a five billion dollar diamond just to use it for a lightsaber crystal. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm using uh. a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've gotten so off the rails with uh, lightsaber crystals now. <laughs> All right, going back on track. Okay, so. Aside from the kyber crystal, there are a large menagerie of lightsaber crystals that you can actually use with their own different properties, their own different colors, and a lot of cool bonus shit that it provides to the user. Um, let's see. Uh, there's the Adagan crystal, which is the most common form of lightsaber crystal in the Legends universe. I think it's only found in, like, the Adagan system, and the kyber crystal is found only on Ilum. Um... Let's see. 
The Adagan Crystal is, as I said, on the Adagan system. It is much more rare compared to the Ilum Crystals and had a more prominent connection to the Force to such a degree that a Jedi could sense the weak Force signature of the Adagan Crystal. Oh, isn't that like... Isn't that the crystal that produces cold, like a cold type of plasma instead? No, that's a different one, actually. Mm. Oh, is that? Are we going to discuss yeah, that? Yeah, we're going to discuss that. Don't worry. Um, and even though, the, as I mentioned before, the Adagan crystal is rare, there are even more rare variants of the Adagan crystal, like the Ponite crystal, which produced a powerful aura that cooled both the skin and temperament and was said to be nearly impossible to find. Then... Well, I that mean, sounds like, badass. What's the though. difference? Is it just stronger? Yeah, it's very for a Jedi. Cool temperament. It's always oh, it's always nice. Huh. Yeah, and then there's you remember the planet Christophsis from the Clone Wars, mm. which is that uh, crystal planet. No, <sighs> the Clone Wars movie where they fought on uh, Crystal City or whatever. I haven't seen it. God damn it. <laughs> Anyway, so, Christosis. You're a super fan. Keep that in mind. And you guys are the newbies, guys. Yeah, dude. Well, you're using <laughs> hyper crystals for your sabers. We're using fucking contact lenses. So give us a fucking break. Anyway, um, so Christosis is basically a entire planet full of crystals. And that, it was a uh, major planet that the Separatists wanted to get. And the, one of the few reasons the Jedi wanted to make sure that the Separatists don't get Christophsis was because it produced uh, crystals that they could use as lightsaber crystals and all that. Um, the Christophsis crystals provided a blade that amplified kinetic energy, which resulted in a very powerful impact. So it's basically like a club, essentially. A fucking club? Yeah. I mean, just imagine a, do, using the Christophsis crystal on a Mandalorian warrior. Instead of deflecting it, it would just send the Mandalorian back. Wait, question. Yes. Like, since since the Force is about moving stuff, yeah. plasma and light is kind of easily moldable in a way, yeah. I'm guessing, right? Yes. It's like water in a way. It's not It's not a solid. Yeah. It ignores the liquid. It's, it's sort of like, it's, like, plasma is not, is it a gas? Is plasma a gas? Yes, I'd say yeah. it's a gas. Couldn't you form the saber to take a specific shape, too? Like, you could form mm. your saber into a scythe? in a way, or form it into, like, curved a little bit with the Force? If you... I think you can, because there is one iteration of that being done in canon, but it's basically the only iteration of that, of uh, the Scythe lightsaber, but whatever. Um, so I say technically yes, but I'm not too sure about that. Okay. Um, then there is the Kimber Crystal, which is a kyber crystal found on the moon of Yenis which, when used as a core of a lightsaber, they would produce a non-lethal blade. Hmm. So instead of cutting through people, it's just, damn it, why can't I cut through you? <laughs> so yeah, it's just your normal everyday blade that you use. And obviously with that, the Jedi don't see a use for that, but some Jedi saw it as a very nice little practice tool for the younglings. Uh, no, it'd be funny if you replaced like the fucking practice crystal with the Cairo crystal. Oh and then god! Sparring, and then one of them cuts another young lean in half. This is where the fun begins. Oh shit! Yeah, the Kimber crystal is basically the the nerve dart of lightsabers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, repla- <laughs> I replaced his I replaced his asthma inhaler with fucking with. 
fucking mouthwash. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, okay, that's not as terrible. No, but... dude, I'd prank so many younglings. I would fucking replace their crystals, like their fucking practice crystals, with real kyber crystals. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be oh, horrible. God. You are a horrible person, kid. Dude, as Anakin once said, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> yeah. In a very bad way, but sure. Then there is the Seeker Crystal, which allows the user to sense danger when they ignite the uh, blade, which is pink, by the way. So it's kind of like uh, the uh, sort of warning, basically. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's like so- a couple of side things about the, uh, what was it? The Seeker Crystal, which I find very humorous. The origins of these crystals are quite mysterious, for according to rumor, they might not come from the galaxy, but beyond the Star Wars galaxy. Others say they are exclusive to the black market, and others say their original purposes were quite different to powering lightsabers. Powered whole solar <laughs> systems. Wait, uh, question. Yes. You know how the Death Star is pa- has a crystal that yeah. it uses? Yeah, a bunch of power. A uh, kyber crystal, sorry. Yeah. That pro- like Those probably have a lot of energy, right? Yes. If you put one of those supercharged crystals in a saber, would it just blow up the saber? Probably. Oh. Because uh, I just wanted to super <laughs> I want to... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was... This is kind of humorous because I was talking about... Uh, uh, on this Discord server I'm a part of, I was talking about the uh, lightsaber sniper rifle and a lot of people were like... That's technically not a lightsaber variant because it just uses a lightsaber as ammo or whatever. Yeah, that's stupid. That's so dumb. And then somebody was like, technically the Death Star is a lightsaber variant because it uses kyber crystals. Shut up. No, it's not. We're not getting on that, no. Okay, I think the lightsaber sniper is stupid because you could just take out the kyber crystal and use that as its ammunition. But no, you're destroying a relic item. You're destroying an artistic craft of like a person's personal personality and their and their like what they represent and who they are. What the fuck? Why would you do that? Yeah. Fuck the lightsaber sniper. Anyone who likes it, fuck you. <laughs> okay, moving on for more Kyber crystals shit. Um there's the tainted nightsaber crystal, nightsaber. Night sister crystal, which is basically a Kyber crystal that has been soaked with night sister magic, which basically um Turns it into this putrid green crystal, which if you put it into a lightsaber, it would project a blade that has this green smoke surrounding it. And all that, that sounds cool! Yeah. It's very cool. That's the only uh, property that it has. Still aesthetically cool if you want to go with that uh, supernatural vibe of a Jedi. <laughs> then there is the Varpaline crystal, which is a variety of kyber crystal found on the Outer Rim world of Myrlis 2. And they are so hard and dense that the crystals themselves could be used for in- industrial machinery for cutting. So they're basically like, you know those uh, those uh, factories which cut meat and all that? Yeah. That's basically what these crystals are used for. Cutting fucking meat? Yeah. Um, the blades that the Varpaline crystals would produce would make a sharp sound when they come into contact with objects and could cut through things more with more ease than other blades. Damn. So it's essentially a sharper, sharper lightsaber. 
Let's see. Then there is the Anachris Sapphire, which is a crystal that by itself possesses legendary healing powers. And when it's used in a lightsaber crystal, it could offer great power and aid its user, basically giving them a buff, so to speak. Oh. That's pretty cool. I like yeah. that one. I th- when you said healing crystal, I thought they were going to stab themselves with their crystal and it was just going to But no, it's just like, here, hold this and it'll, it'll heal you. That sort of thing. Um... And if a Darksider decides to touch this crystal for whatever reason, it slowly superheats and burns their hands. Oh. It's like, fuck you! So they can't even turn it evil? <laughs> they can't make it bleed? That crystal <laughs> just, uh, no, fuck you. They can't, they, can't, they can't turn that crystal emo. It's too positive. Yeah. It's, it's too, it's too... The positivity is strong in this one. It's the Mormon crystal. <laughs> oh my god. It's the crystal of, Mormon, of, of Mormonism. It reminds me of that scene from Raiders of a Lost Ark where that uh, evil Nazi douchebag tried to hold on to that amulet and it burned his hand. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of. <laughs> um, let's see. Then there is the Barab Ingot, which are crystals found on the planet Barab 1, which its entire surface is basically covered in intense radiation. Kind of like Chernobyl, but times 10. Oof. Yeah. So... And they, the, it's one of the reasons why it's particularly difficult to find these crystals. Though, if one was lucky enough to find a Barab ingot, it would produce a clear blade that burned like fire. Ouch. Yeah. And, uh, cause, and it would cause anybody that would get into contact with this blade to catch on fire. Hell of a way to die. Yeah. I'm burning! <laughs> I'm on fire! <laughs> Am I the only one who remembers that song? No. No. Light them up, 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 light them oh. up. Oh, actually, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really even know that song. Uh, I'll just include a gif of one of the team uh, team fortress I'm players. on fire. I'm I on fire! Believe, I do believe I have bursted into flames. I figured out the sound. That you did. And then one of the more unusual lightsaber crystals is the Blackwing Crystal, which is made when a crystal is in contact with a Blackwing virus. Which, hmm. what the hell is the Blackwing virus? The uh, zombie virus. Oh! Oh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you guys forgot about that. Tyler you're a super fan! <laughs> Yet again, your saber's kyber crystals are your fucking contact lenses. Oh, sorry, sorry. I keep We're using that. googly eyes for <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, then there is the dentary crystals, which are native to the world of Dantooine and are found within the eggs of a native Kenareth, which are basically spider-like creatures. Ew! And they were popular amongst the Jedi prior to their discovery of Ilum crystals. So basically, they go to the nest of these spiders and yoink their eggs to give the crystals. Wait, do the are the crystals inside the eggs or something? Yes. Yuck. Wait, how, what is the... Is... is is, like, the crystal, like, the baby's, like... I think... I don't know the specifics. I think it's a byproduct of that egg. It's kind of like, uh... uh you know, like, how most eggs, they have growths along their shells or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I think it's a product of that. Oh. Yeah. So they just go into the spire nest, grab the crystal. <laughs> and then next, our... This is a really cool one, by the way. Uh, the next... Okay, not not cool yet, but I still think it's pretty cool. Next are the Durin Fire Gems, which are found only on the Outer Rim world of Tatooine. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Um, which were 
Originally, the Dendren fire crystals were used by the Jawas to make lenses to protect their eyes from the intense sun and all of that. Oh, so you're, they're using that? <laughs> Is as a that why they have the red eyes? Yes. No fucking way. Yeah. Ah, oh, cool. Anyway, um, it's not particularly special except for the color, the blade that that uses the Dendren fire crystal. Um, it glows a silver sheen. There's actually one official image of what that color produces. Hang on. Uh, I do think it's pretty neat that there's this random glass-like object that is used as a lightsaber crystal, which is really humorous. Here we go. Doesn't look particularly special, but I think it's pretty neat, though. Interesting. Is it this guy who's holding it? Yeah. Interesting. God, his chin's square as fuck. <laughs> God damn, bro. And then there is the Etienne crystal, which is formed within the depths of a caverns deep within the crest of Eddie, making them incredibly hard to find, which after the destruction of Eddie made it near impossible to find these crystals. Um, the Etienne crystals have a unique property to echo sound with a humming resonance. The properties of the crystal remained when harvested, and when made the core of a lightsaber, it would produce a blade that... From the in harmony with the motion of a blade, blaster bows that were deflected by this by this blade would be partially absorbed within the blade and were incredibly dangerous if we redirected back to its target. Ooh. Yeah. So it's basically a. That's cool. You know, like those uh, tuning forks. I imagine it almost like that, but with a lightsaber blade. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... Then there's the, this is the cool one I was talking about. There's the Ghost Fire Crystal, which is found on several planets within the Outer Rim regions. They are formations of transparent stones, usually found on mountain peaks. When they are harvested and made into lightsaber crystals, they would produce a near-translucent blade that shone dimly and left an illusionary afterimage of a wielder and saber. Aside from that... And Instead of a signature humming sound that most lightsabers resonant when activated, the blade is completely silent. Hmm. Oh, so it's like a stealth weapon. Yes. Which I think is pretty neat, though. Um, Then there's the Hurricane Crystals that are a deep blue to violet color crystals that come from a planet of Hurricane and were admired for their unparalleled blue beauty. And this was the lightsaber crystal that Maze Windu used. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was in his Jedi trials where he basically helped the natives of his planet who are a bunch of rock people. And they basically gave him this gem as a show of appreciation for helping them. I'm going to stick with the googly eye. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is uh, Kesha. It is a crystal commonly used Wait, by the Shurians. Kesha? K-A-S-H-A. A celebrity? <laughs> yes, she's a celebrity. Anyway, let me uh, show you a picture of the Kesha stone. Oh, the... There it is. By the way, the Syrians are a K.L.D. Mundi's race. That is an ugly-ass picture. <laughs> or this one? No, no, no. no. Uh, I didn't have a Discord. I have a Kesha the singer, right? No, it's a crystal. <laughs> This don't look like a crystal to me. That's, that's, weird. Like, that's God, weird. God, what the fuck's wrong with this dude's head? That's a Mundi's race. Ugh. So anyway. God then. damn. <laughs> God Christ. So Ugh. 
the, the Kesha is a crystal di- traditionally used by the Syrian race as a meditation tool. And when used in a lightsaber crystal, it would help center the wielder's mind of all distractions during tense combat. So it's almost like isolate all sound, just focus with the force and all that. <clears throat> the next we have the crit dragon pearls. Um, the crit dragons are a lust they- like all kyber crystals, they come in numerous colors like blue, red, green, yellow, and all that. You just have to kill a giant, big-ass fuck-off dragon to get it. <laughs> What's the bonus of attaining this crystal? Uh, a luxury item? Because crit dragon pearls are literally like a million credits. And, That's it? And basically the status symbol of, yes, I killed a crit dragon just to get this lightsaber. I'm a fucking badass. But it, 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 but it, there's no other point. There's, well, it it's a very expensive item. But that's it? Anyway, um, yes, that's it. Damn. Anyway, um, they were... Blah, blah, blah. So, the crit... You're probably wondering why why the fuck is there a pearl in the, in the stomach of a crit dragon, right? Well, yeah. Okay, so basically it was a ordinary stone that the crit dragons ate because, like most animals, like uh, like birds um, and other reptiles, they usually swallow stomachs so that their stomach could easily digest food because they don't have digestive systems like we do. So they need to, they need rocks to grind down the food that they're eating, and over time. The, the ordinary stones that were used in their gizzard would be eventually polished into this smooth-looking pearl over time. And that's how you get the pearl. Oh. And like, uh, let's see. And also it's kind of a... Uh, the crit dragon pearl is very important in Tuscan culture. We'll eventually talk about them later. Um, but yeah, they come in numerous varieties. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, white and black. Uh, crit dragon pearls are also found. Um, let's see. There are crystals that are found on the planet called Malastare, which is unique, which has the unique ability to cut through kurtosis and are unique in the fact that they made the lightsaber plates more curved, similar to katanas. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> so yeah, as far as your uh, let's katana go, lightsabers, weeb. <laughs> let's the, go, weeb. We're going Jedi weeb mode. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, this is another cool one. Then we have the Lava Crystal, which is a crystal native to numerous volcanic planets and moons across the galaxy, most of our being one example. Um, if used as a lightsaber crystal, the blade it would produce would be less focused and concentrated compared to other lightsaber blades, but the blade itself would resemble a lava flow and generate extreme heat, which created bits of flame and lava which would sometimes splash and drip out of the blade itself. Splat. Wow. Damn. So it's like, so your your lightsaber literally is lava. Yes. It's just melting all over the place. Yes, it's literally a lava blade. Which I think is really neat. I wish I could wow. see that. Yeah. You know how cool you see to see <clears throat> a green, like a green goo just melt all over? <laughs> then we have the uh, permafrost crystals, which are a crystal found on the planet of Hoth. And when used as a lightsaber crystal, they produce a white and icy blue color. And it's cold rather than hot. Yeah, that 
That's one of the uh, videos that I remember seeing a while back. I think it's the permafrost lightsaber, but the Wikipedia article is giving me conflicting information. It's just, yeah, it just produces an icy blue blade, but that's pretty much it. Oh. <laughs> I know, disappointing, but we'll do our we'll do our headcanon and say that it produces cold. I feel like it would. Yeah. Um, let's see where our... Blah, 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 there it is. Then there's vestigium crystals, which are found on a handful of worlds. And to give you a context, vestigium crystal is used for the cloaking devices of numerous ships. So if it's if it's cloak cloaking device uh, crystal is used in a lightsaber, then it would basically augment the power of a stealth stealth minded Jedi remaining unseen. So it's kind of like uh, it's been a while since any of us have played TF2, but you know the uh, the uh, okay. So there's that one dagger that fuck it allows the spy to remain cloaked for an extended period of time. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it's called, it's, but I imagine it like that. The spy would love this weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, we got the synthetic crystals, which are the artificial crystals that are used by the Sith. And as I said before, they are much more powerful than regular lightsaber blades to the point where they could cut through other lightsaber blades. And actually, it's not exclusive to the Sith because Luke Skywalker actually used a synthetic green crystal for his lightsaber. Interesting. What oh, a yeah. cheater. <laughs> what a cheer. Alright. And that's all the crystals that we have for now. Which is a lot. Yeah, that was a lot. I still prefer the googly eye. The googly eye, goddammit. Okay, we still got plenty of time. So, being a deeply ingrained part of Jedi culture, the lightsaber would be used in several different ceremonies within the Order. Lightsabers were predominantly used during the knighting ceremony of Padawans, as you saw in the old Clone Wars TV show. Um, very similar to medieval knights that, like, tap the shoulder of a knight and call them knight so-and-so. You know that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, but instead of tapping the shoulder, obviously, they just use that to cut the braid off of that Padawan, indicating that they... <laughs> imagine, when... imagine if they fucked up! <laughs> oh shit we just killed Padawan Larry <laughs> you know there was actually a meme of that particular scene and Yoda's like whoops <laughs> no dude don't let me do this ceremony I'd fuck up I'd yeah. be like it's like young Larry oh oh god oh oh shit fuck uh, and another tradition that the Jedi partake in that involves lightsabers was the concordance of fealty which is the tradition of an individual Jedi entrusting their lightsabers to a fellow member of a Jedi. Because it's lit- the lightsaber is literally their, their baby, their art piece. So entrusting it to another Jedi, that takes a huge amount of trust for them. Because you're literally entrusting a part of yourself with this other Jedi Knight. Yeah, I would never fucking do that. <laughs> you would never trust anybody with your lightsaber. Yeah, fucking suckle on my cock, bitch. I would never <laughs> give them my lightsaber. <laughs> Uh, since we still got plenty of time I'm going to talk about the uh, weird variants of lightsabers that I came across like there's obviously the double bladed lightsaber used predominantly by Darth Maul the shuttle lightsaber used by Yoda the dual face lightsaber which is basically a lightsaber that can adjust lengths with its blade but we're going to be talking about the weird and rare offshoot lightsabers um, 
We have a contained energy axe, which is essentially a vibro axe, but the blade is an energy blade that uses the same power source as a lightsaber. I'll have to show you a picture of it. Give me a minute. Just scrolling through some images. Da, 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 da. There it is. It's very... I, I do wish it wasn't a sketch. I wish it was an actual art piece, but there it is. Interesting. Yeah. Then there's actual lightsaber tonfas. You know, those swirly little things, Kit? Yes. Let me actually send you a picture of that one, too. Da, 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 da. There it is. That's so fucking... I would say cool, but it also seems kind of dumb at the same time. Yeah, a little bit weird. Then there's the lightsaber gauntlet. Which is very self-explanatory. Okay. Hold up, mine's not. <laughs> oh god. Oh it. god, that's just the that's just the Halo sword, except shittier. <laughs> shittier. Yeah, that's the Halo sword, except dorkier looking and more straight looking. <laughs> but yeah, in case you're wondering, yes, lightsaber. Predator-style lightsabers exist in Star Wars. Anyway, and then, of course, there's the uh, weird one that we, almost everybody's familiar with, and that's the light whip, which is also very The light whip is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a lightsaber, but a whip. A lightsaber, but a whip. No! <laughs> oh, okay. Look at the picture! Ima imagine. Wait, what? 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 Let me look at this. <laughs> Damn, this is... <laughs> 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 You know, it was funny. I was looking for Google to look for uh, light whips, and I just put in light whip without Star Wars, and I and I just saw this dominatrix looking chick with a with a light whip all over. And I'm like, that's not what I was looking for, but okay, this will work. <laughs> no, uh, to have a light whip, right? I, yeah. I've I've come up with the most hazardous thing. Oh God! <laughs> so have a light whip. Yes. And then attach a light whip to another light whip. I mean, a double light whip, right? It's like dark. Yeah. Ball. Except it's double light whipped. Yeah. Attach a chain, a long ass chain or rope to a light whip. <laughs> Tie like just just put it like you know have like a circular fucking metal piece then attach the the uh, the roper chain to that. Just turn it on, turn both sides on, and just start swinging oh, that God. shit around. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, and then there's that uh, sickle lightsaber that I came across. There's only one in one uh, iteration of it. So yes, sickle lightsabers exist. <laughs> looks like he's, it looks like fucking his, it looks like Palpatine just got fucking hard. <laughs> no, it looked like he was just like, damn, that bitch blue balled me. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch really blue balled the fucking shit lord. How dare, how dare you. And then of course we got the uh, elephant in the room and that is the, uh, Lightsaber rifle. I I will shoot you. <laughs> Fuck that thing. That thing is dumb. <laughs> oh god, yeah. One of the more uh, outlandish things in the new canon of Star Wars. Where we this? I I refuse. This thing is dumb. Hey, Jacosta. Jacosta new. Um. So just for uh, context for the audience and for you guys. Um. 
The lightsaber rifle is basically a blaster rifle, but it uses a lightsaber as its ammunition, basically. And it results in a powerful and destructive beam and is capable of firing five shots before the lightsaber itself has been melted beyond repair. Yeah, not worth <laughs> That is dumb. And there's also an, another weapon. It's called the Far Killer. Which I assume is also a lightsaber rifle, but it's a sniper rifle variant. But it doesn't say anything about it using lightsabers. But here's a funny thing. The Jedi that created the weapon was basically exiled by the Jedi Council. Because Good! <laughs> Fuck that guy! That guy's, that, that guy's stupid. He's all like, hey guys, look, I made this blaster rifle which uses lightsaber. Isn't that fucking cool? Get out. <laughs> Get out. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out. Get out. For the one time that the Jedi Council was actually justified in their actions. 100%. <laughs> yeah, the uh, lightsaber rifle is very silly and very stupid, but yes, it exists. And it's a part of the official canon of Star Wars. And a lot of people say that the new canon of Star Wars is more realistic. Realistic, my ass. No. <laughs> uh, okay, now for the next quote-unquote lightsaber variant, because it's technically not a lightsaber, but it still has uh, the same application. It is called the Tej Protoblade. I'll actually send you a picture of what it looks like. Oh, it's a gauntlet with laser beams. Cool. Yeah. So this weapon was not created by the Sith or Jedi, but by a company called the Tej Industries, which is basically a prototype weapon that would be used for self-defense and all that. But it's basically a, a gauntlet-like device that has a retractable blade made of cortosis. And when it's powered up, it's surrounded by a blade with plasma, making it a very deadly, if impractical, weapon because, you know, it's large and cumbersome on... Unlike a lightsaber, for example. But still a pretty cool-looking weapon. And it's used by this... By newly favorited best girl named Domina Tej. She... I'll actually send you a couple Wait, more pictures. what's her name? Domina Tej. Damn, that's like a pun on dominatrix or some shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's her in her combat uniform. But I'll show you a couple more pictures of her. And she looks fucking badass. One of the few characters from a new canon that I consider... Hot! Yeah, boy, <laughs> Let me tell you how badass she is. She is the CEO of this company. And Damn. she personally tested this weapon against her own royal guard. Just as a test, by the way. Um, and when a bunch of bounty hunters basically knocked down the door and they're like, What's up, fool? She basically dispatched all the bounty hunters with that blade. Which is... Pretty badass. Yeah. And then she found out that her own brother, uh, a guy named Silas Tage, the same guy who made the weapon, basically hired the bounty hunters to kill her ass. She found out about it and stabbed the fuck out of him. That's her brother? Yeah. Damn, he's balding. Yeah. So yeah, um, just wanted to leave it on that note because I thought uh, I was doing research and I found out about her. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to include that because... This is basically me simping. <laughs> uh, okay. So that is our episode on lightsabers. Do you guys have any questions? No. No. You know what? Since we 
we have plenty of time. So let's explore some of the other lightsaber variants real quickly. Um, so, of course, we got a double-bladed lightsaber used by Darth Maul, uh, Pong Krell. There's the lightsaber with a gun attached to it. <laughs> Ezra Bridger's. Ezra Bridger's lightsaber gun. I like to think of that as the closest we'll get to a gunblade in Star Wars. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, then, of course, we got the, uh, the uh, as I mentioned before, the dual-phase lightsaber blade, which is basically an adjustable blade, which allows you to go longer or shorter, that sort of thing. Uh, the kind of lightsaber that, uh, of course, the dark saber is one of them made by Mandalorians. The tilt is actually made out of pure Beskar, making it extra durable. Then let's see. Uh, then there's that stupid lightsaber suit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. You made me. Uh, we'll talk about him later. But <laughs> then, of course, there's the crossguard lightsaber, which is what Kylo Ren uses. Very famous. Famously. Um, then there's the curve-hilted lightsaber, which is the lightsaber that Dooku uses. Badass. Yeah. It, it's designed that way because it's much more flexi- flexible in the hand. And, of course, he's a duelist. Lightsaber fly swatter. <laughs> it's a lightsaber in the shape of a fly swatter. Damn, that'd be deadly. Yeah. Try blocking that. Yeah. Then, of course, we got the Inquisitor's double blade lightsaber, which can spin. It could be used as a helicopter blade, apparently. <laughs> I don't know how that would Attach that shit to a chain. <laughs> Just... Here's my real helicopter of doom. <laughs> then we have the uh, great lightsaber, which is basically a lightsaber club. It's got a thicker blade, kind of like that. Extra thick. Extra thick. God. <laughs> oh, God. And then um, there is the light foil, which is basically a... Uh, basically like a dueling sword it's got a shorter hilt for more flexibility and a more smoother blade then there's a lightsaber pike which is basically a lightsaber if it was a spear it's got a longer hilt like this with a small blade at the tip like that and of course we got the lightsaber blaster variant uh Of lightsaber course, cod piece. The cod piece. Oh yeah, almost forgot the uh, lightsaber parasol from uh, Star Wars Visions. Oh, <laughs> my favorite. Of course. Wow, the Sith get everything cool. Uh, sorry to crush your hopes, kid. But it, the lightsaber parasol is basically a normal lightsaber, but with an attachment that does the parasol. That's thing. fine. That's cool. <laughs> so you could probably take it off anytime you want. That's fine. It's just cool. Then there's the Retro Saber, which is basically the Proto Saber, but a lot of Jedi feel nostalgic and wanted to use that to film a modern day, basically. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Lightsaber Cane, which is basically a fancy word for a lightsaber that's hidden in a cane. Then let's see. Uh, and of course, the Training Lightsabers, which is basically less powerful than your normal Lightsabers. For kids. For kids. I'm gonna replace <laughs> You know, for kids! I'm gonna replace that with actual real Kyra crystals. Oh god. <laughs> uh, sorry for going through these very quickly, but uh didn't do enough research on that. I was counting on this being way over an hour and thirty minutes long, but uh we went we completed it quicker than expected. So anyway. That's our episode of Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi? Or in this case, how many younglings can Anakin cut down with his lightsaber? Yes. <laughs> uh, 
Do you guys have any questions? Not really. I am good. I'm good. (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) Okay, you guys want to guess what next the next episode is going to be about? Food. Food, or I'm thinking another character. Food. Well, sorry to crush your hopes and dreams, but at the same time, give you dreams. Next episode, we will be talking about the. The six forms of lightsaber combat. Okay, oh, that works too. That yeah, works too. yeah. So yeah, um, that's our episode of Cam Man Ice Kill a Jedi. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but not at the same time. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our talk of lightsabers and all of that. I would absolutely love to see more original designs from fans and uh, fan fiction writers and all that fun stuff. I think lightsabers are a really malleable weapon which is really really cool you look very tired over there kid yes i am I'm trying to <laughs> stab my wrist to wake up because it's a hype episode but my fucking dreariness is getting to me <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um happy may 4th everybody looking forward to the premiere of the obi-wan series I may the fourth be with you may the fourth be with you, you may get- the fourth Be fucking with you. (laughs) May the shorts be with you.